In a world where good news is hard to find, WAVA and One Heart DC present Good News for the City. We're here to share the good news of the gospel of Jesus Christ and what his body, the church, is doing to spread this good news in the Washington, D.C. metro area, including Northern Virginia, Maryland, and D.C. As Jesus said in John 17, Father, that they may be one just as we are one. Welcome to Good News for the City. The gospel, the gospel that makes a way. Greetings, folks, and welcome to Good News for the City, the radio broadcast ministry partnership between WAVA Radio and One Heart DC, right here on Life Changing Talk Radio, 105.1 FM, WAVA. My name is Dennis Williams, and I'm Director of Ministry Relations for WAVA Radio, and I want to welcome you to today's broadcast. Well, folks, you have heard me, you have heard Brian, you have heard us say this many times before, and will likely hear us say it again, indeed, right now, that here on Good News for the City, we love to highlight how the gospel, the good news of Jesus Christ, is being spread and making a real impact, a real difference in so many different areas of our lives. And one of those areas is the marketplace. And joining us today are two gentlemen from the C12 Peer Advisory Group. And we're going to talk with them about how the gospel is working in and through them and this group. So let's get going. Let's talk about it. And, of course, you know the drill. Here to get us started and introduce our guest is my good friend, my co-host of Good News for the City, Pastor Brian Bale, Senior Pastor of Christian Fellowship Church in Ashburn, Virginia. Good to see you again, my friend. Thanks, man. It's good to gather together again, even if it's in this sort of virtual format that we have been doing for some time now, and who knows, for uh, not just here at Good News for the City, but maybe for so many people. It's a new normal we're going to get used to one way or the other. Uh, But one of the great benefits of this particular format that we're doing is so much easier to connect with people uh, who have a great story to tell, not just about their lives, but more importantly about how Jesus has come into their lives in many ways and infiltrated not just their life at home or not just their life through church, but also their life in the calling of business that they have. And so today, uh, in our virtual studio, so to speak, we've got some people to talk about that. And so I want to take a moment, if I can, to introduce our listeners to our guests today. First is Nigel Adams. Nigel currently serves as the area chair for the C12 group, which we'll talk about in a moment. It supports Christian CEOs and owners in their business growth and personal development as stewards of everything that has been trusted to them by God. Now, he serves on several nonprofit boards. He mentors young leaders and supports his church leadership with coaching and consulting services that he does as a ministry. He was accomplished operational and C-level leader prior to following the calling to support Christian leaders at C12 as a chair. Uh, His corporate roles included global chief talent officer for the multinational agency. He's launching customer service and airport technologies at JetBlue and leading hub and global operations control for U.S. Airways. He currently attends D.C. Metro Church there in Alexandria, Virginia, with his wife of 16 years, Andrea, who is a professor at UDC. They have one daughter and two granddaughters. They all reside in Alexandria, Virginia. That is all very impressive. But Dennis, longtime listeners of the show know that maybe what's most impressive is that he shares a passion like we do for the Ohio State Buckeyes. But we'll get on to that a little bit later on. Amen and amen. We'll go with uh, now with Craig Wellborn. Since 1983, Craig and Diane and their family have owned and operated McDonald's Family Restaurants. Uh, Wellborn Management currently has 30 McDonald's restaurants uh, in the Maryland, Northern Virginia, and Washington, D.C. area. They strive uh, through their ministry there, through the McDonald's restaurants, to give back to the community and help the same individuals that – we serve on a daily basis. Now, I don't know about you, Dennis, 
but a whole lot of people that I know have worked at McDonald's. I, I'm one of the few people that haven't worked at McDonald's, but I worked next door to McDonald's most of growing up in high school. And I was there so much. I felt like I should have worked there uh, in that way. But there are a lot of celebrities or people that you might know. In fact, one in eight Americans report at some point or another working at a McDonald's restaurant. People like Lin-Manuel Miranda, Rachel McAdams, Sharon Stone, Jay Leno, James Franco, Jeff Bezos. If you don't know who that is, he is the Amazon founder, right? Tony Stewart, Keenan Ivory Wayans, Snotty Twain's Pink and Seal. The list goes on and on and on and on. I don't think any of us have not been touched uh, by two Albi patties, special sauce, lettuce, cheese, pickles, onions on a sesame seed bun. You know what, Brian? I'm just sad. I am just very sad that I did not know Craig before today, man, because McDonald's is one of my favorite places. I don't know, for good or ill, right. I don't know what it is. But, man, I would have hit him up for some free Big Macs. I'm just saying. Yeah, Big Macs. I, I was, a, I was a, a little into the chocolate shakes too much, and my metabolism does not agree with that, Craig, anymore. Uh, but maybe it never did. So uh, let's, let's hop into the most important stuff, though, today. Let's talk about uh, what it looks like uh, to live life not separated with sacred, uh, sacred and secular, but to have ministry as business. And so I'm going to start with you, Nigel, if I can. For those of you who may not be familiar with C12, can you give us a little bit of explanation of what it is and the work that happens in the C12 group? Sure. Thank you, Brian and, and Dennis, for having us. Um, yeah, C12 is a Christian uh, organization. It's been around since 1992. We support uh, business leaders, owners, owners, which we call stewards. We can talk a little bit about that a little bit later, um, and CEOs and other leaders, um, and really operating business as a ministry to fully integrate uh, faith, family, and business. Um, yeah. We do this through a, a, a structure of peer advisory group meetings uh, monthly, where we put together a diverse group of leaders uh, across different industries and experiences uh, to really act as a peer advisory group for each other. Uh, iron sharpens iron, right? So uh, we bring them together. Um, and, and outside of the groups, we have one-on-one -on -one coaching that we do uh, during the month. And then we just facilitate, we try to facilitate support to help them build um, outstanding businesses so that they have the ability to operate, uh, you know, in a way that honors God. And now, um, for those who may just be hearing about C12 for the very first time, I've had just a privilege to interact with some people out here uh, in the Northern Virginia area where I, I live out here in the western part of uh, Fairfax, eastern part of Loudoun County, maybe some people just hearing C12 for the first time. Could you could you maybe give them an understanding a little bit through numbers or how many different places you are in the United States internationally of the reach of C12? Sure, it's a great question. So locally, uh, we actually serve uh, 53 uh, leaders, uh, CEO okay. owners, and and kind of next level uh, leaders between our groups that operate out of Springfield, um, Virginia, which I lead. Uh, Reston and Leesburg and our newest in Frederick, Maryland. Um, so you know, those, those four groups uh, represent four of 300 that exist with C12 across the globe, um, nationally and through locations internationally, um, Shanghai, Mal Malaysia, and Brazil. And um, we serve approximately 2,600 um, CEO business owner leaders right now um, in 1,600 businesses, affecting roughly 600,000 direct employees. Um, and so we basically, uh, we use, use a factor of times five, whatever that number of employees is to look at 
um, family and, and suppliers and customers and everyone else that you might touch. So 600,000 across the world um, that are directly uh, being influenced by what we, uh, what we offer at C12, um, the business as a ministry approach to, uh, to really honoring God. Yeah, and I, I love that sort of point that you're making, that impact is so much more than one person, especially when you're talking about that factor of five and how it, it fleshes out into so many places. Now, Craig, you're our business owner. And I think, obviously, uh, when we talk about McDonald's, you know, and owning 30 of them, most people think, well, of course, he's going to have some impact on more than just a few people. But could you take maybe a moment to, to talk about, uh, for you at least, the importance of why you see that you shouldn't necessarily separate your faith in business, and then, you know, what the benefit might be of having your faith influence the way that you conduct your business. Well, uh, thank you very much again for allowing me to join you. So uh, my, my walk has been very, uh, very different. Um, I actually am a second generation owner operator, uh, actually um, work with, with my parents who actually that's their bio that was shared and uh, uh, have had a chance to just grow in realizing the importance that this is not my business. It's God's business. And, and, and uh, it took me a long time to get there. So I know as we get a chance to talk a little bit further, I can just share with you just how I was able to grow at each point in my life and, and to realize that this is God's business and not my own. Yeah. And Nigel, I think since you obviously were, you're still in the business world, but you're in a different aspect of it before you had some very hands-on understanding too, of why it was important not to sort of separate that faith from function, right? That uh, how God influences, how Jesus influences, how the hope of the gospel, the good news isn't something just supposed to be segmented in certain areas of life, but to be all of that. How did that impact you? And maybe obviously it did because now you're used working at C12 and want to see that impact others. Yeah, I, I had a career that uh, spanned 38 years, 23 jobs, 13 moves, and 32 bosses. Um, I like to say that I wandered around in the corporate wilderness, um, kind of like Moses. I was a believer since I was eight years old. I never heard the term marketplace ministry, work is worship, business is ministry. I never heard any of that stuff, even though I attended churches all up and down the East Coast. Um, you know, it's not, it's not taught uh, from the pulpit, uh, and it certainly is not promoted or taught or even generally, you know, it's spoken about in the workplace. And so... Um, I simply, uh, and, and as I was early uh, in my career starting out, I was told there's three things you don't talk about, politics, sex, and religion. I'm a little bit sarcastic, and I was just to think, well, I would never talk about the Methodist church. But, <laughs> um, but being a black man who, who had a lot of early success because God had a plan for me, I was often asked, how did you get here? And my answer was God. And that's like, no, 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 really, how'd you get here? like, no, really, God. And so that allowed me to disciple the people. It allowed me to to, to to share my testimony. Um, and so I, I was privileged. I never heard anything about ministry as a strategy. Um, none of the things that we really teach at C12, stewardship, I never heard any of that. But I was just fortunate that I had the ability and uh, was in positions where I could actually talk about what I believe in my values um, in leading teams and people. And that always came back to God. Um, yeah. So um, after I left, uh, you know, left my corporate roles and, and executive coaching. I was just, I was simply searching for something where I could actually do more to influence the kingdom, advance the kingdom and, and the gospel. Um, and I actually found C12 through a Google search. I didn't know C12 from, from anything. Yeah. Never mm -hmm. heard of it. 
Well, you know, it's interesting how God uses everything, even the Internet, because frankly, as of late, I'm not sure how God does use the Internet based on a lot of stuff I've been reading. But that's probably right. a conversation for a different time. Right. Uh, nevertheless, that sarcasm set aside, Craig, I want to go back to you um, again. You're part of this uh, this leadership team, this ownership group uh, with your family of 30 McDonald's. And it'd be so easy. Uh, to say, hey, I do this, I've done this, I've built this, however it happened, and the benefit be just for you in that way. But instead, one of the ethos, one of the things you're doing is you're pouring back into the community, uh, especially during this COVID-19 crisis. How do you see God uh, being involved in that process? Well, I, I see God as being number one in that process. So what's really cool uh, in our business uh, and my, my personal walk and journey, uh, I was a part of my family's business uh, at that time. Um, it, it was about maybe six years ago uh, that uh, they decided to go a different direction. And it, it wasn't until 2016 that I was able to find C12 uh, through a friend of mine uh, who's a neighbor uh, who brought me to the group. Uh, it was a blessing beyond uh, imagination because God was setting me up uh, for this situation. So leaving a situation and having my five restaurants being on our own and trying to figure out uh, how life is going to be. And then that I came into the I, I, I. But it didn't take, it took me a long time. It took me to realize that this is God's business. And through my growth in C12, my, my wife and lots of prayer, uh, I think back to Matthew, the sixth chapter, which helped, which was my strength of uh, that God's providing my daily bread. Uh, it was able to, uh, to, to continue to grow in our business. So that situation six years ago helped prepare me for what we do today. Uh, we, we have pantries that are set up in our restaurants. Uh, we've taken this as a time to celebrate our team members and give out raises and, uh, and be there to, for them. Uh, we have a chaplain program within our restaurants. So being available to our restaurants and our team members is so key, key to my heart because you have to have a heart for the people that work for you. And that's what we have in, in our restaurants. I think there's a great connection that you're making there, whether it's not you own a business or you're working at a business or whatever you might be doing. There's this temptation in all of us to think that we earned it, uh, that we did it without remembering the very gifts that were given by God just to get there. We got up this morning. We took a breath. We're able to walk to hopefully and take a shower. Right. We we went to the kitchen, you know, and we had some sort of breakfast. If we happen to be married and if we're a good spouse, we, we put our dishes away, right? We, we got in some sort of transportation, at least pre-COVID most of the time. We went somewhere. All of those are blessings that God has provided. And to live like those aren't blessings misses some of the callings, right? That Jesus has put us down to the giftings and the blessings he's put on our life in order to make a difference. And Nigel, you've already given a little bit of that about your vision of helping marketplace leaders build Christ-honoring companies uh, internally. But also, could you talk about how your the idea is to, to further their capacity, not just for their business, because C12 certainly helps people understand how to be better at their business, but also this idea of being and doing good for their surrounding communities. Sure. <clears throat> sure. Thank you. Um, you know, we're called to be stewards. Right. Um, God has given us gifts. He's given us talents. He's given us opportunities. And we are called to actually be stewards of all of those things. And so one of the things that we do, um, our foundation is help our leaders uh, build and develop great businesses. Uh, we say, you know, no margin, no mission. So let's not let's not pretend here. If you don't have the ability to uh, actually contribute and, and, and do things, then you can have all the great intentions in the world. And so it's important that we help our, our, our members run really solid businesses. Um, 
but beyond that, we also, you know, we have something we call spiritual value add, right? So we do, uh, we do all the normal kind of business analysis and, and evaluations and reviews, but we add a couple of pieces that are abnormal in this society, which is to, to really question, what is your strategic plan for ministry? What is your um, spiritual value add? Uh, we have something we call a carry matrix, which we look at um, physical, mental, spiritual across your family, across your employees, across your business partners, your suppliers, and your community. And we just really simply hold leaders to the same standards that you hold them to when you're asking, well, what's your financial plan? What's your operational plan? What's your organizational plan? What's your revenue growth plan? What is your ministry plan? Well, yeah. 98% of them have never never heard that and never had that question and never thought about it. And so what mm-hmm. we really just try to do is help enable them to think about this strategically and spiritually and then be led by God. It's not yeah. a one size fits all, you know, Craig does some amazing things that we have other members that do just incredible outreaches, but everyone has to, you know, has to hear from God in terms of how he wants them to use their gifts um, to, to, to support the community and, and love their neighbors, basically. And there might be people listening right now who that's this even the first time they've, they've even thought about the process of being strategic about their spiritual development plan, you know, or for ministry, whatever it might be. Maybe there's even this belief that it seems like uh, that it's not spiritual. It's not being led by the Holy Spirit. Right. But there, again, this idea that there's no separation. I don't think we would go into our business, uh, Craig, with, with leading McDonald's and say, well, I don't have a plan. I'm just going to be led completely today. Uh, and a lot of the times, there's nothing wrong with being led by the Holy Spirit. I'm a big fan of that. Right. But a lot of times we substitute being led by the Holy Spirit for doing things by the seat of our pants, mm-hmm. if that makes sense. I understand. Um, you know, and, and we wouldn't approach that in that way. And so the same way for us, I think the question might be is that do we have a spiritual plan uh, that integrates into what already God has called us to? So, Nigel, that, thank you for that reminder. And hopefully as you're listening today, you understand no matter where you find yourself, owning a business or not, there's something in it. To, to be a part of that plan. So, Craig, you've already mentioned this, but I want to go back if I can. Sure. Um, when you became a member, what did that sort of uh, mean uh, to you? Or maybe, let me back up. Let me, let me ask you this way. What have you so far found it at the benefit, so to speak, of, of you being a member? Not just, hey, this is what I contribute, but most everything comes with some benefits, right? Well, well I'll tell you, it, it's being in a room and being held accountable. Uh, mm-hmm. Each each month we come together with uh, our action plans on different things, uh, obviously with ministry components of our business, but also things that we can do for our, our people and to move our businesses forward. Uh, one of the things uh, that we've taken within our organization, we do have a person who is our ministry lead. Uh, several of the things that we do within our restaurants, uh, we have Christian music that plays within all of our, our restaurants. Uh, when we do a new store, we actually have Bible verses that we write on the foundations and on the walls of, of every business. So once you realize that this business is God's and and he's the foundation of it, it, it makes it great. And one of the things I think really a lot about is uh, is Peter. When uh, Peter had to get out on the water, all Jesus did was tell him to come. So uh, And it wasn't until things got scary and uh, and nervous that, that that's when he began to sink. And that's kind of how I thought uh, when first looking at my business that, hey, this is McDonald's as a corporation. They're going to have feel differently with me with having chaplains in my restaurants or they're going to feel differently with me, with me having Christian music. But it's been a blessing to the communities that we serve and and I've really been appreciative of it. Have you? Uh, let me just ask real quickly, if I might, Brian. So, Craig, I mean, what is the um, – here's what I've been thinking about, man. So you have – 
I mean, you do these amazing things for your employees. You give them raises, probably more than most owners do. So what do you see? I mean, it must have, the gospel must have really impacted their lives in very rich ways. So what do you see coming back, if you would, from like employees? Um, oh, it's great. It, it's, it's a blessing to see them, them smile. It's a blessing to see them uh, uh, reaching out to um, uh, the, the, our chaplains or reaching out to the team members. We had a, a, a gentleman whose uh, father was sick with during the COVID situation in, in the hospital. And the chaplains were able to visit him in Philadelphia. Uh, and they're actually been there every day to be, whether it's to pray with them or to talk with them, but just being available to our, te- our, our, our people. So we, we are foundation of our, of our, um, of our business, our, our core values are faith, family, customers, and community. So we, we live that, uh, we believe that, and we have to, uh, to share that with the communities that we serve. Yeah. Very cool. Very Nigel, cool. um, one of the things in your material, it mentions that 89% of your members reported having a stronger marriage or stronger family relationships because of their interaction with C12. Um, I, I think it could be really easy to think about this as just uh, a, a sort of um, one-dimensional or unidimensional benefit just for my business. But there's so much more, it seems like, to that that comes with making this integration. Could you talk about that a little bit for people who might be listening and thinking of someone else who needs to join C12 or how it needs to affect their own life if they can join? Sure, absolutely. As, as I mentioned before, we, we, take a, we take a stewardship perspective to everything. And the greatest, the greatest um, act and opportunity for stewardship is in our families. Um, we start every meeting with what we call leadership balance wheel. And it's got 10 dimensions on it that look at your, look at your faith walk, your biblical community, discipleship. Uh, but one of the areas that, that, that we really um, zero in on is uh, family and marriage. And before we have one ounce of conversation about how's a business doing, we're going to talk about how you're doing as a leader, as you're, how, how are you doing in leading your family? What's going on with you as a, as a, as a person. And so if your family situation, if your marriage is all totally, you know, broken, mm-hmm. how, how can you steward? How can you do anything? I mean, how is it that Christians have the same this divorce level, you know, as, as a secular world. And so we don't, Ignore that. You know, Craig said accountability. And so if someone comes and we look at this every single month, we track it. If you come a couple of you know months and, and you're still, you know, you're still at a three out of 10 on marriage or five, we're, we're going to actually, we're going to use what we call truth and love and create a little bit of tension around what's actually going on, because that wouldn't be okay if your revenue was down, mm-hmm. you know, month after month. So why is it okay that your marriage is off? And, yeah. and, and, you know, how are you honoring God? So we focus on it. We create, a, we create a point of accountability around it. And then our members are surrounded by peers who they trust and know that care about them. And so, um, you know, it gives them an opportunity to really um, speak to the issues. It's so neat. I think yeah. about uh, looking at that, Nigel, and thank you for bringing it up. I look at my wife. Um, I would not be able to make it through uh, every day that I do uh, if it wasn't for her. Uh, she's there praying for us. She's there with our family. And to have that support, and, but to look at that balance wheel, it, it, you can't have life and, and not be in balance. And because uh, and, if your health is terrible, uh, I look at my, my balance wheel. I, since uh, this uh, situation, I haven't been able to exercise as much as I'd like. So, you got, you got to have a balance wheel to, to make sure that um, your life moves forward. And I thank C12 for that. 
Yeah, and and gentlemen, thank you for taking up some time just to, thank you to not only just help me personally as just enjoying hearing what they say and reminding myself personally just some areas that I need to again get back into balance, Greg, as you mentioned, uh, but also our listeners. And I know Dennis, you're going to say this in just a moment, but if you want to know more about C12, uh, the best way you can do it is go to www.c12, and that is the number 12, not the name or the spelled out 12. So c12group.com. Uh, and you will then find out more information and be able to maybe get in some contact with someone who's in your local area here in the DMV that can get you connected into a group and many things like that. Right, Dennis? Amen. Guys, thank you. God bless you, Craig. Nigel, thank you so much for being with us. This was super. I was inspired by you. And so uh, thank you so much, folks. You just heard Brian say it, but if you want to have more information, if you want to become a member, I guess you can go to c12group.com. That's c12group.com, c12group.com. Or if you want to listen to this program again and get more information, you can go to goodnewsforthecity.com or wava.com. Put in the keyword good news. Look under our podcast and you can listen to it again. Or again, you can always call me at the office. Even though I'm not in the office, I get my messages daily. 703-807-2266. That's 703-807-2266. Guys, God bless you. God Thank bless you. you. Thank you, folks, Thank you. for listening. We will see you again next week. And remember, it's the gospel that makes a way. It's the gospel, the gospel that makes a way. Thank you for joining us and listening to Good News for the City, a gospel partnership between WAVA and One Heart DC. This is a partnership, movement which celebrates and seeks to accelerate the move of the gospel into the Washington, D.C. metro area. It is our prayer that through this radio broadcast ministry of Good News for the City, we will see transformed lives and communities and more and more people responding to the good news of the gospel of Jesus Christ. We want to help bring unity to Bible-believing people and churches in order to multiply our impact in our city, and we would love for you to join us. You can learn more at goodnewsforthecity.com. That's goodnewsforthecity.com. Or you can go to wava.com, keyword good news. Or you can call us at 703-807-2266. 703-807-2266. And remember, it's the gospel that makes a way.